Hello, this is Ann McDonald, and I'm the Business Development Director of the Corporate Technology Group at Morris Manning & Martin. We have a Southeast Tech podcast series, and today I'm pleased to be speaking with Gary Campbell, CEO and co-founder of WineView. Gary, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, I need to know more about wine pairings. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> Let's begin by understanding what WineView does and why every fine restaurant needs your product. Absolutely. Um, super glad to be here. I know it took us a little bit to get this scheduled in, but uh, I'm glad we can finally make it happen. Um, yeah, so going to wine, right? What a, what a big world. I think next to music, it's probably one of the most nuanced, you know, areas you can kind of dive into. It's a lifelong journey um, and you can keep learning more every, every, every day. I mean, there's, 10 million wines out there, uh, which is a, comes as a surprise to a lot of people. Um, you know, that's just a lifelong learning journey that you can have with wine. So what's really cool about uh, kind of the pairing aspect is is the social situation, right? So wine's inherently social. And when you go into a restaurant these days, if you think about it, like when was the last time you went into a restaurant and said, I'm going to have the duck confit or, you know, my Flemignon? And the server wanted something like, oh, that's a great choice. I'm going to recommend a glass of this with that steak or, or duck. Hasn't happened, right? Um, and that's kind of a problem that we found is, you know, this this level of service and, and wine is just so, so difficult. Even with a beverage director, servers just aren't getting the proper training and this confidence. Uh, just like consumers, when we walk into a restaurant and see this massive wine list staring us down, it's easy to get overwhelmed and say, you know what? I'm going to go to the craft cocktail or a beer. Um, and that's why wine sales have, you know, kind of struggled for a lot of places. So I guess our pitch to restaurants, you know, the first thing we do is we guarantee a sales increase of 10 to 20% in two months. And uh, how do we do this? Well, if I put it into a nutshell, we give servers and customers tools to where wine can be recommended with every guest every time. So no matter if they're day one or a industry vet veteran with little wine knowledge, we give restaurants the tools to recommend wine every single time. So how how does this work? How's what's the what's the technology? How uh, how do you actually educate? How do they know on the spot when I'm when I'm ordering um, you know the scallops? Sure, absolutely. So there's as we learned building this product, every restaurant's different, right? Um, so there's tons of different concepts. Some places like using our QR code feature, which I know that's like a holy war right now <laughs> in restaurants. They either love them or hate them, but that allows guests to uh, hover over the wine list and actually be able to see the bottles, interact with them, click on pairings and such. There's the server training, which we work with beverage directors or the managers to build out custom wine training specified to their wine list and menu which is, it's kind of lacking actually. Uh, most of it's done via paper these days. And how do you track that? Um, funny story, I actually was talking to a hospitality group and asked them, well, what do you guys have for wine? And they said, well, uh, unfortunately, corporate has given us a PowerPoint slide and it's just this person reading every slide, every line. And I said, okay, that's not great. Um, but how do you track when people are ready to recommend wine? And they said, and I quote, it's a gut feeling. Um, so that, that was a big eye opener is, okay, wine training is going to be a big one. That's probably our most uh, sought after piece of the product. Then we have pre-shift training. So 
A lot of times before servers go on the floor, managers say, hey, guys, here's our special tonight. Here's the wines we want you to recommend, like just kind of things like that. Everybody can pull out the WineView app on a tablet, phone, computer, whatever, and follow along. Um, and for young servers, especially, we have found that being able to actually see the label. So when they go in that wine room, they know what to grab is super, super helpful versus just the text. Um, and then there's other cool stuff that the product does. But in a nutshell, that that's the most of the ways. How many different wines do you uh, do you have in your app? Yeah, so we've uh, spent the last two and a half years building our algorithm and database, and we currently have 418,000 wines in, in our system. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> it's a lot, yeah. <laughs> so so how do, how do you know that the restaurant has got which wines that go with, with which menu items? Yeah, um, so it depends on the point of sale system. So uh, we recently launched a partnership with Toast. So for Toast customers, they have it a lot easier. They literally flip a switch. All of their wines come into our system and we use, uh, you know, just a basic search tool to match up all their wines. Um, and on the menu side, like the the recipes and, and, you know, kind of dishes that you can order, we also have a database of a quarter million recipes. So same thing happens as all their menu items come in. And if you think about it, the best analogy I can make is like Spotify or Netflix. So the way that they recommend relevant music and movies to you is they tag uh, as much as they can. So think of a song, right? If you were to describe a song, you'd tell me who the artist was, what year it came out, what album it's in, what genre, what instruments, et cetera. Same thing with wine, same thing with food. So we do that. So whenever we onboard a restaurant, we tag up their menu items, tag up their wine items, and then our algorithm sifts through and recommends three wines with each dish. Ah, at different price points. Yeah. So, um, and I do want to make a point here. If there's any beverage directors that are listening, they can absolutely edit the pairings. We've had a couple that go, well, that's taking my job. Definitely not. Um, that is not our goal here. Uh, but when it comes to um, price filters, by the glass, by the bottle, uh, if somebody has a price preference or they want to uh, kind of filter down um, however they want, price is definitely a way to do that. So how do you get paid? Yeah, um, so we are considered a B2B SaaS company. Uh, so the restaurant is our customer and it's really a location pricing model. So we charge them a one-time setup fee and then there's a monthly recurring subscription to maintain that list, maintain training, uh, and of course, all the stuff that Wyme comes with. I would imagine this is a huge, huge boon to their sales on in wine, and certainly with as as difficult it is as it is to find servers, uh, yes. <laughs> it it elevates it elevates their expertise tremendously. Absolutely. Um, so during COVID, uh, which kind of accelerated, you know, everybody at the forefront of their mind here, thirty percent of the pre-existing industry left and they have not come back because they found jobs in other industries, right? So not only is there a workforce challenge now, there are always was, and you've got these brand new people coming in, learning just how to memorize orders, uh, talk to guests, memorize the menu, et cetera. Wine is usually on the very last uh, part of the, the training. Um, and that's typically the most nuanced and most difficult thing to learn, obviously. So it's, it's hard for them to kind of get up to speed. So we absolutely see the application. Um, and in the past two weeks, we've gotten demos booked from across the country. Uh, almost every state in the U.S. we've got we've done a demo with so far. So 
um, we can definitely feel the the kind of attitude towards this kind of technology changing. How are you going to market? What is your strategy and and your sales cycle? Yeah, um, so we've got a couple different strategies, and it definitely took us a while to figure out what works. Um, and and what we have found is, and this is really interesting, actually. So we were running some Facebook and Instagram ads, uh, testing all kinds of stuff, you know, like standard process. We were doing door-to-door -door stuff. We were doing emails, every kind of marketing thing you could think of. And, uh, you know, in the past two months, uh, really month ever since we launched with Toast, we've started seeing Facebook ads like really pick up steam, which is really interesting because think about it. Like you've got a restaurant person, they, they bust their butt, right? So they're on social media to just kind of, wind down or just hang out. They're not looking to buy anything, but we've gotten a ton of demos. Uh, you know, we're averaging almost two to three a day for like less than 50 bucks uh, coming in from Facebook and Instagram ads, which I never would have thought of worked. We've had more success with that than door to door and cold calls and all this stuff. It's really interesting. So primarily social ads. Well, tell us about your strategic partnership with Toast. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's it was definitely a, a lengthy process in my mind. Apparently it, it wasn't in their timeline, um, but it was uh, it was all the way back last year. I think it was May, uh, if I'm not mistaken. We we're at the restaurant show and we met with almost every point of sale company. And huge shout out to my co-founder, Angela, who I think you had the pleasure of meeting. Yes. She uh, went immediately up to the people um, there and just asked them, what do you guys have for wine? Uh, and Every single one of them there, nothing, 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 nothing. So we were like, wow, okay, this is a big opportunity. And, you know, hats off to Toast. They kind of took a, took a chance and they started talking to us about it, uh, asked their customers a couple questions. And, you know, within eight months, we went through uh, our initial like software review, alpha testing, beta testing, and then launched, you know, I think it's four weeks ago now. So it's really, really a unique uh opportunity for us. And, and, uh, I mean, I, I was blown away that there wasn't something already out there that does this, but apparently we're first to market. So that's, that's nice to know. That's Pretty tremendous. Cool. Yeah. Well, how many, uh, what, what share of market does toast have? I mean, do they, do they automatically add your offering to theirs? Um, yes. Yeah, so it's kind of, if you think about it, like the app store, they've, uh, they partner with specific companies. Um, they have, they have this long process, uh, to kind of become a partner and, uh, they've got to think now close to 200 tech partners. Um, so what the restaurant can do with toast is they go to their integrations page and let's say they're looking for accounting software. They'll have all their accounting partners. Uh, um, and if they want a, an alcohol program manager, we'll be the only ones that show up, <laughs> but that's, Fine, yeah. so it's like an app, app. okay okay yeah. well speaking of Angela tell tell me about your management team uh and I know Angela Kane is a big contributor absolutely yeah um no she's she's a rock star for sure uh so Angela and I originally co-founded the company back in August of 2020 it's changed a lot since then uh that has been a journey for sure but um so she's an attorney uh, actually for over like 20 years of experience She's really been a critical part of ops. So kind of organizing the team, really, really building us out for efficiency um, over the past two and a half years. And she's really stepped up uh, in the past year alone, just kind of throughout this toast process, really planning to ramp up growth. 
then we have Chris. Um, so Chris Sterling, he's a he's another co-founder. He's our CTO. Um, and he's got a cool story too. So uh, his dad is is officially a knight. Um, so Chris lives in the UK, he's in Beaconsfield, uh, uh, England. And um, his dad was like the president of Cambridge. Chris has been with computers since he was like seven. So just wicked smart uh, on the on the tech side. And he's built the entire Wineview product actually. So really, really, uh, really excited. Um, we have a great team. I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by some really, really smart people. That's tremendous. Uh, are there in the future any any plans, any strategic partnerships, um, big clients you wanna you wanna snag? <laughs> Definitely have some on the list. Uh, I won't mention the ones we're talking to in, in an effort to uh, not make them angry with us. Um, <laughs> but ones that we haven't talked to that I'd love to look at working with on a broader scale. Um, you know, it, it's really interesting hospitality groups. If you think about it with all these hotel locations and restaurants, they're no offense to these guys, but they're really even further behind than restaurants when it comes to wine programs. So that was not an opportunity we had considered, but running a pilot, pretty major hotel chain, like, okay, this could be a really big deal. So, um, you know, really big hospitality groups are interesting to us. Uh, we we started going into the enterprise space with restaurants. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, 50 plus units, like very noticeable or, or notable, excuse me, like uh, Roots Chris, Fogo de Chow, um, Morton's, those kind of concepts are awesome because you can imagine one locations, it's hard enough to manage your wine program. What if you're the beverage director for 50 and you can't yes. be there all the time, right? Sure. So that's, that's kind of what we're looking at. Yes. And, and I would imagine turnover and servers is... Astronomical, <laughs> substantial. So this yeah. is a way to keep them on their game and absolutely, uh, and and really selling the most of this product because I imagine the the markup, the profit is pretty good on wine. Oh yeah, it's it's actually it makes up on average twenty five percent of a restaurant's margin, um, and it's it's kind of it's a shame to see that you know they it's a struggle. I understand why, but that is so much like money being left on the table. So that's, that's where our whole value add. Um, so we hope to kind of help them keep that money from being left on the table. Well, you'll have a long list of, of, uh, of customer testimonials, I'm sure to help you in your future efforts. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Gary. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate, I really appreciate the, uh, the, the interview today and, uh, and we look forward to having you on our podcast series. Awesome. Thank you for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. Thank Cheers. you. Bye now.